If you died and had a chance to come back, would you? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with evangelists Han and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you'll hear from Ryan Rampton, who was on our previous show, who grew up never feeling enough for God until he died and had the choice of staying or coming back. You know, it's amazing as we've done these interviews with people where we've interviewed people who have died and come back. And the ones, of course, who have come back had a choice to, and they did choose to come back. Mm. But all too often they say, I honestly didn't want to come back. And for them, it was like, easy. I'm just going to stay here in heaven. I want to be with the Lord. I'm feeling this love. But when they looked back and they saw their family members, they had to make that sacrifice just to come back. Right. And I think about myself and we don't know what it'll be like. So it's kind of hard to say, okay, yeah, I would come back or I wouldn't, you know, Uh, but I can imagine feeling that love. How would you even want to come back? But I think for some people, they're thinking like, yes, I'd come back. You know, when people hear about death, death can be a very scary thing for people. Mm-hmm. And so that question is, would you come back? It's like, yes, I want to come back. I want to try apple pie one more time. You know, I want to go on a roller coaster one more time right. because I'm afraid that when I go, that's it. You know, what I experienced on this life, that's it. Mm. But my friend, it's not it. There's actually something greater beyond our death. You see, the Bible says in John eleven twenty five, Jesus was talking to Mary and Martha. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is revealing that there is an afterlife. There's something beyond this world. And so, you know, the people that we talk about when they say, gosh, I don't want to come back because it feels so good. I think for some people, they can say, I don't know, like, I would want to come back right away. Mm -hmm. But what if it really is just so amazing? And, you know, people do come back. This is a for sure thing. In Ezekiel 37, 13, the Bible says, then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves. Mm. You know, the power of God to give them the choice to come back or not, it exists. It can happen. And, you know, gosh, I don't think very many people get that opportunity, Mm -hmm. but when they do, and if you did, what would you choose? You know, if I had that choice, I think people that we interview, they talk about how their lives have changed so much that they love people. They're not afraid of anything. They reach people because they know heaven's truly, truly for real. And so we should live as if we have died and come back and had a second chance and we can love people and Mm -hmm. forgive people and reach people for the kingdom of God because eternity is forever and one day we will all be there. Let's hear from Ryan Rampton right here after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Ryan Rampton, and he was sharing with us how he grew up a very strong Mormon, had the faith, but believed Jesus was the way. 
However, he never felt like he was good enough. He couldn't keep the rules and just continued to break them, was kicked out of the church a couple of times. And as he continued through life, he ended up having a family of his own and went from being a firefighter to a photographer. And as a photographer, he ran into a situation where one of the lights were broken and trying to fix that light, he ended up getting electrocuted. And we're going to find out what happened when he died. Let's welcome to the show, Ryan. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you so much. So Ryan, I understand that while you're being electrocuted, you had this thought in your head, like, I can't believe I'm going to die like this. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I've been a firefighter for quite a few years and lots of dangerous situations. And many times, like I had been saved from dying and all of these things, dramatic things. And I thought, no, I'm not going to die that way. I'm going to die from stupidity because I put a dang electrical cord in my mouth and I bit on it. Like I was so disappointed about that, but I knew I was dying. It was just so like final and there was no question. This is how I was going out. Wow. And it hurts. Like it was very painful. Anybody that's been shocked, they know, like it felt like my whole body was just being, you know, blown apart, the cells. Wow. And I looked up and I saw this beautiful light coming down from the ceiling. Mm. And it was streaming down when my body couldn't move. I couldn't move my eyes. I couldn't pull the cord out. I was trapped in this electricity. And it was so intense, but I couldn't move anything. But somehow my spirit looked up and saw this light. And it was just the most beautiful thing I'd seen. And I went up and I went into the light. And it was like it caressed me and took me forward. It felt like motion that I moved. And it took me to this beautiful, pure white room. And I was all alone in this room, but I knew where I was going at that moment. And I knew I was going home to God. And I was so excited, like a little kid at Christmas. If you imagine back when you were little and your mom and dad said you could get up at 7 a.m. and you wake up at 6.30 and you count every second off until you can get out of bed because you're so excited to go open your presents. Well, I was that excited to go back home to God. I had this love for God my whole life, and I just was never good at keeping the commandments or being good. I felt like I was always such a failure and a loser. But I was so excited to go home to him. And then I saw God up above me in this room, and he was so bright. His countenance was like the sun and in the shape of a person, so bright and beautiful. And God came down in front of me, and I was so filled with his love that nothing that could have ever happened to me in this life would even affect me when I was with God. I felt so completed, so completely loved. The most amazing, beautiful experience that I ever had. I struggle explaining this to people because there's no words to put it into context that you would Mm -hmm. understand. I've done a lot of fun things in my life. And nothing, if you took everything I ever had done and put it together, it wouldn't be a millionth of what it feels like to be with God. It was so completing. I would exchange anything to have that feeling, that completeness that you have when you're in God's presence. And it was so wonderful. You know, one of my favorite songs is I Can Only Imagine. And I think about that because it's like, When you're with God, you can only imagine how wonderful it's going to be 
how amazing. And it was just the most amazing thing that had ever happened to me. Well, like I said, I had this guilt, this shame of never being enough. And so God showed me my whole life, almost like a movie. It was like flashing by and then he would stop on certain segments and I would relive that. But instead of seeing it through my eyes of guilt and shame and remorse, I would see it through God's eyes. And it was always like this beautiful lesson for me to learn and experience. I remember like some really bad things that other people did to me. And I saw that through God's eyes. And I was like, why was I so upset with that other person? Why was I so upset about that? It was such a beautiful lesson. Like I learned so much about me and it was just this beautiful thing when I was with God. And the funny thing was, even after I got back, I still didn't retain that with me. I came back and I kept forgetting that God loved me and that my sins were paid for and that I was good in his eyes. Mm -hmm. And I would go back to feeling guilty. I would go back to feeling not enough. And even though he had already shown me how he saw me, I could still never quite grasp that because I was so programmed into feeling like I was not enough. Mm. So I had this amazing experience we saw all my life and how joyous and wonderful it was from God's perspective and how much I came here to learn and how much I'd grown. And then he asked me a simple question. He said, do you want to come home with me or do you want to go back with them? And he did this with his hand where he had it upside down and it went from the right into the left, kind of like a show me symbol thing. Mm. And the floor we were standing on was pure white and it started to go foggy and then clear. And I looked down and we were standing about 20 feet in the air above my kids. And I could see my kids in that other room where they were watching that movie and they were playing The movie had just ended. They're making little shadow puppets in the light, little dogs, little ducks, and all these shadow puppets. And my heart just sunk. And I was like, oh, they need me. I can't come home with you. They need me. I need to go Mm -hmm. back to them because I know my kids need me. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it was the hardest decision that I ever had to make. Like, I was not really happily married. Neither was my wife. And yet, being a dad was the most important thing to me. And so I kept that marriage together no matter what, because I wanted those kids to be happy and I wanted them to have a dad. So if you can imagine what a difficult decision, I did not want to leave God, Wow! but I knew they needed me. Mm. So it was really important that I come back. Yes. And I know that you made the choice to come back and we're going to find out what happened when you came back and what doctors said about your situation and some of the other life lessons that you learn that will help other people who are here on this earth to fulfill their purpose and their callings. We're going to pray for those who are listening right now, Ryan. And maybe there's people listening who struggle with feeling enough or that they don't have that kind of love, but they yearn for it. And we're going to pray for them. Thank you so much for being with us. And we'll have you on our next show. Thank you. You know, I think many people can really relate to the idea of not feeling like enough and wondering what it is going to be like when we die. What is it going to be like? And I think what happened for our friend Ryan is he had a perspective change. And right now, I sense the Lord is shifting some people's perspectives, even right now, just listening to this show, shifting their perspectives and saying, what is the purpose of my being here on this earth? 
Who am I here for? I'm not here just for myself, for my own pleasure. I'm here for someone else. Mm. Help us, Lord. Help us to understand the purpose that you have given us is beyond anything that we've ever been able to dream of. Help us to see how you see it. Help us to have a perspective change. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I just pray for that switch of mind for someone who's listening right now. Mm -hmm. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.